You already know that you need to be writing blogs for your business website. Why? Because they're a great way of getting traffic and leads and sales from informational searches. But the problem is, as we saw in a previous episode, very few people know how to find the right blog topics that are going to bring them traffic and sales. Well, the award-winning content marketing team here at Exposure Ninja spends their lives doing exactly this. So in this episode, we're going to talk through the process to finding the best blog topics to bring you the most traffic and sales. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name's Tim. I'm Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja. This podcast, like Exposure Ninja, is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales through your website. And in this episode, we are talking blog topics. The last episode that we recorded about blogs and how people could monetize their blogs better was really popular. So we decided to do a follow up answering one of the biggest questions. How do we find the right topics that are going to get traction in our niche? So we're going to talk through the process that we use at Exposure Ninja, and I'm going to share some tips. If you want to see a video version of this, then you can do on our YouTube channel, just go onto YouTube and type Exposure Ninja blogs or something, I don't know, profitable blogs or something like that. Okay, first thing that we want to do, we want to work out which blogs are working best for you and your competitors already. There's a really simple way of doing this inside Google Analytics to see which blogs are working best for you. All you need to do, log into analytics, I'm talking about old analytics here, I go into behavior, site content and landing pages. You can then set up a segment for organic traffic. And again, if you don't know how to do this, go onto the YouTube version, you'll actually see me doing this on the screen. You can then set up a filter to filter the top organic landing pages by URL. And you want to put in a filter that has your blog URL in it, okay? So at Exposure Ninja, it's exposureninja.com forward slash blog. So we're gonna filter the pages to make sure that the URL includes slash blog. That's gonna give us all of the blog posts so we can see the top blog posts that are bringing us traffic and conversions. So what this allows you to do is see which blogs are bringing you in the most visitors and also the most conversions. If you find, for example, that you've got a blog post which is bringing you in a lot of visitors but not many conversions, you know or you might know that actually the next thing to do is to go and optimize that post for conversions. Maybe think about the call to action that would be most suitable, including in that blog post. Let's say that you've got a blog post like we do on the Exposure Ninja site, which is generating a huge volume of leads. So 8.54% conversion rate from a blog post is pretty mad, but that blog isn't getting as much traffic. So it's getting about an eighth of the traffic as our top performing blog. So if we increase the amount of traffic to that blog, given that it's got such a high conversion rate, we would do really well and generate a lot of leads from that. So the next step for us there would be to go back to that high converting blog and make it longer, make it more detailed, get some links to it to get that blog ranking even better. So once you've had a look at the blogs that are working well on your site, you might also want to have a look at your competitors to see which blogs are working best for them. Remember at this stage, all we're trying to do is identify some topics which might be worth writing blogs for. So we're just collecting data at the moment. We're having a look to see what's working well for you. If you want to have a look at what's working well for your competitors, you can do this in SEMrush. All you need to do is go and stick their website 
into the uh, organic research section of SEMrush. And you can do exactly the same thing we talked about earlier by putting a filter on the pages that show up to say we only want to see the pages that include blog in the URL. From there, you can see all of their blogs which are ranking, you can see the keywords that they're ranking for. And this can be a great way of finding your competitors best performing blogs and seeing which phrases they're ranking for all helps your blog topic research. So whilst we're doing this, we're just collecting ideas. Like I said before, you probably want to keep a note of them. We put them in a spreadsheet at Exposure Ninja because we are spreadsheet folk. And then we do some research on them later on. The next piece of research that we want to do to expand our list of possible blog topics even further is to think about the pain points that we are solving for our customers. So your customers are trying to solve a pain point by buying from you. Why are they buying something? What's the thing that they're trying to fix? Or what other pain do they have at the same time? So there's a few ways of finding these and getting some ideas. The first way and one of the best ways if your competitors have decent digital marketing is to have a look on their website in the FAQ section. The FAQ sections on your competitors' websites will often give you an indication of some of the most pressing concerns that potential customers have. So for example, I'm on the blinds.com website and they sell blinds, you know, window blinds, door blinds, that type of stuff. And in the FAQ section on their website, they have a question, how do I measure my windows? Now, if I see this and I'm selling blinds, I might think that's a really good blog topic or that could be a really good blog topic to write for because why would somebody want to measure their windows? Well, it's usually because they're getting blinds or curtains fitted and that is somebody that I want on my website. If they're in that sort of part of the buying journey, I want them on my website so I can have a crack at them. So that might be a blog topic that I want to target. Somebody, another FAQ on their site is, what's the difference between inside mount and outside mount? Well, that could be a great blog topic for me as well if I'm selling blinds, because again, that is someone who's choosing between different types of blind. They're actually in that buying process. And if they're in the buying process, I want them on my website. So your competitors' FAQ sections can be a really useful tool, as can their knowledge bases, their guides, their help sections. Another place that can be a really useful tool is your competitors' reviews. So think Trustpilot, think Google My Business Reviews. The reason that we can get some data and info from your competitors' reviews is that the reviews will often talk about the problem that your competitors are solving or a problem that is actually unresolved in the language of the customer. So I'm on the Trustpilot website for blinds.com, same website. And one of the reviews that I, that's just caught my eye as I'm scrolling through says, one of the blinds we ordered did not fit. So I immediately know that this measuring thing is a bit of an issue. People are struggling to measure their windows accurately for blinds. So that tells me this is a pain point, this is a potential blog topic if I was selling blinds, all about measuring windows. Another source of pain points, another way that you can find good blog topics is to head into answerthepublic.com. You've probably heard us talk about this before, very popular website. All you need to do is write whatever headline topic that you want to. So for example, I've just stuck in Venetian blinds into Answer the Public. And Answer the Public then gives me all of these different questions that people are asking about this topic. How are Venetian blinds fitted? How do they work? Which Venetian blinds should I buy? 
are they thermal? Are Venetian blinds good? Are Venetian blinds easy to fit? This is an almost unlimited number of blog topics that I could be writing about. And that's just one topic within the super topic of blinds. We're just talking about Venetian blinds here. So Answer the Public can be a fantastic resource helping you find questions that you can answer in your blog content. Now remember, at this stage, we haven't committed to anything. We're going to do some research on these topics. We're going to get some data about the volume and the interest in these topics before we write anything. We are still collecting info. Another source of info, another source of great blog topics is subreddits. Facebook groups and forums. Okay, so for example, let's say that I am uh, releasing or I'm marketing a competitor to Huel, right? The the nutrition drink, the protein shake type complete meal drink Huel. Well, I might want to go onto the Reddit, the subreddit for Huel, and I get all sorts of information and data from their customers here. So for example, I can see Two of the most recent posts are people who have posted their storage solutions for Huel. So if you don't know Huel, it comes in a powder and the powder is stored in these bags. And then there's pictures of people in this subreddit putting their powder in these different labeled boxes and stacking them neatly. For someone like me who thrives in chaos, I see this and think, what's the point? That's a complete waste of time. But for the more organized people, this is an important thing. Now, if I'm marketing a competitor of Huel, and their packaging doesn't have the same pain point, i.e. these bags are all messy and it's all chaos in my cupboard, I might use this as a selling opportunity and I might write a blog post all about how to store meal replacement drinks like Huel or something like that. And what I'm trying to do there is I'm trying to get on the radar of people who have this pain, this dissatisfaction that my cupboard is full of these bags and the powder's exploding everywhere. And I might get them onto my website saying, look, here's some great ways to store it. And by the way, our Huel competitor doesn't have these issues because it comes in these handy boxes or tubs or whatever it might be. So you can see how your competitor's pain can be the source of great blog posts for you. So what we're trying to do is find all of these different pain points, either in the FAQ section on their websites, um, in the answer the public list of all of the different questions that people ask on Google, in your competitors' reviews and on competitor subreddits, forums, and Facebook groups. Now, you will usually find that these sorts of pain points fall into four buckets. All of these pains typically have one of four formats. So for example, the comparison X versus Y. This is people who are searching to try and decide between different options. We have a client that we've got ranked number one for the search term private healthcare versus NHS. They are a private hospital. So by writing this post, what we are trying to do is we're trying to enter the consumer's mind when they're making this choice between going private and going to the NHS. So they're in comparison mode and we want to share our expertise and our suggestions to help people make the choice depending on what's best for them. And of course, if they make the private healthcare choice, then our client has a private hospital or a group of private hospitals, and we can then, you know, get that business. So that's the comparison. Your audience might be searching for something versus something else. Another example, Zoho versus Salesforce. If you search for Salesforce versus Zoho, this is you're probably in the space of comparing different CRM solutions. 
What you're looking for is a CRM, either because you've got Salesforce or Zoho and you wonder if the other one's better, or you don't have either and you're trying to evaluate your options. So if you were selling a CRM, you might want to rank for this term because this shows someone who is in that phase of making a decision. They're potentially going to make a purchase. What's really interesting about this is that actually the top ranking result for Salesforce versus Zoho is a blog post from HubSpot, who also sells CRMs. They are inserting themselves into this argument. So that's the comparison X versus Y. The next pain point that you might want to address with your blog post is pricing or cost information. This is particularly important where pricing or costs are hidden. So it's not straightforward. You don't get people searching too much for like iPhone phone case costs, for example. Whereas if you're an accountancy firm, targeting a phrase like payroll accountant fees might make a lot of sense because people are trying to understand how the fees work in something that they've not purchased many times before. If you're selling something that people haven't bought before, for example, they might need some background information on what normal looks like with pricing. So if you have a business where there is some sort of uh, black box or some sort of hidden pricing, you might want to get ranked for fees, prices, pricing type terms as a way of finding people that are in the consideration phase of their buying journey. So that can be another type of blog topic that you might want to target. Another type of blog topic that you might want to target. I'm giving you loads of ideas here and then we're going to filter in just a second. Another type of blog topic that you might want to target is the how-to info. For example, a phrase like uh, how to measure employee engagement. Well, who searches for this? It's either a business leader or someone in HR who wants to engage their employees. They've had some sort of issue normally. There's something that's gone wrong and they are in some sort of pain. They want to identify this thing called employee engagement. So if you're an HR tool, you might want to get ranked for how to measure employee engagement. If you are an HR consultancy, you might want to rank for something like this. So if you solve this pain, or even if you serve people who have this pain, even if you don't directly solve it, so Zoho versus Salesforce, HubSpot doesn't actually solve that problem. They're helping you answer the question, but they want to answer a different question, which is HubSpot versus Zoho versus Salesforce. So you might target a phrase like how to measure employee engagement. Even if you don't help people measure employee engagement, you might have a different way of approaching this altogether, but that's completely fine. You know that someone searching for that is a potential customer of yours, if that makes sense. The final pain point bucket, if you like, is best X for Y. So people who are looking for the best something. For example, if you search for best to-do list app for, then you see a whole bunch of different audience segments. So Google gives you best to-do list app for students, best to-do list app for iPhone, best to-do list app for couples, best to-do list app for Apple Watch. Wow. Best to-do list app for Android, ADHD, all these different variations of this keyword. So if you have a to-do list app or even a related business, let's say that you sell paperback journals, for example, but they're a productivity tool, which people who buy to-do list apps use, well, you might want to target a phrase like this. And obviously having those different variations, whether you're writing a guide for students or iPhone or couples or Apple Watch, you might want to make a whole list of these, which you could write blog posts for. Okay, before I tell you how to filter these and how to choose your winners, 
Just wanted to give you a quick plug for the Exposure Ninja podcast. If you haven't yet reviewed us, please do. We absolutely love getting the reviews. Also, let us know any topics that you want us to cover. It's really quick to do and it makes a huge difference. I also need to say, if you want some help with your digital marketing, go and request a free website and marketing review from ExposureNinja.com. It's an amazing service. You just tell us a bit about your business. We put together a video review, which we'll send to you by email. It's completely free of charge and awesome. Final thing I need to tell you about, the How to Get to the Top of Google book has just been updated for 2022. It's one of the best-selling SEO books ever, and it breaks down all of our SEO and content marketing processes. If you haven't read it yet, we can give you a free copy. There'll be a link in this podcast description somewhere to get that, okay? Now let's talk about how to filter all of these blog post ideas that you've got. The best way to do this, or the way that I typically do this, is I head straight into SEMrush or whatever SEO tool that you're using. By the way, if you want a free trial of SEMrush, you can get a free trial at thankyouninjas.com. So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to pick the keyword from your blog topic ideas. Let's say that, for example, Salesforce versus Zoho. This is a phrase that you're thinking, right, I'm going to go after this, or I think I might go after this. You're going to put that keyword into SEMrush in the keyword overview section. Don't forget, if you want to see a video of this, then you can watch our YouTube version of this podcast. So if I put Salesforce versus Zoho into keyword overview in SEMrush, it gives me a whole bunch of information. First thing it does is it gives me the volume of this search. So how many people are searching for this every month and what that volume breaks down as per location. So for example, I can see 390 people searching in the US per month, 260 in India, 40 in Japan, 40 in China, and so on and so on. Now I'm going to take all of these numbers with a pinch of salt because this is an SEO tool. This is not measured data, this is estimated data, but it still gives me, you know, within a, a reasonable degree of accuracy, I can say, okay, it's, it's, it's probably not going to be 390 people search for this per month in the UK, US, but it's going to be between like 200 and 1000, right? It's not going to be 15 million. So it's going to be approximately right in the right sort of order of magnitude. So that's the first thing it tells me. So if I'm considering a blog post and I see that actually there's not much search volume for that term, that might make me reconsider. Remember that traffic to blogs often converts at a lower percentage than traffic to the rest of your website because it is informational rather than commercially focused usually. So that means if I'm trying to get, you know, let's say I'm targeting a blog that's got 400 searches a month and I want to get 20 leads out of that, well, I've got to think, how much traffic am I going to get from that, really? Let's say I rank it position one on Google. I might get 40% of the traffic. So what's that? 260-odd searches per month, right? I might get 160 visitors to that per month. And then let's say my conversion rate is 3%. Well, I'm probably going to get like five leads from that per month. So I need to think about the volume of this search and my likelihood of converting given the topic. But the next thing it shows me is the keyword difficulty. And it gives this as a percentage score. So Salesforce versus Zoho gives me a keyword difficulty of 47%. Well, this isn't too bad. This tells me it's competitive. And if I have really well-structured and well-written content, I've got a chance of ranking for it. But it's not so hard that it's almost impossible. The final thing that I'm looking at here, though, is the cost per click. How much would it cost to advertise for this phrase? I'm not going to be paying to advertise unless my blog's converting really well. I might drive some paid traffic to my blog. But most of the time, I'm not going to be paying to drive traffic to my blog. So why do I care about the cost per click for this keyword? 
Well, I care about it because this shows me commercial intent. If lots of people are searching for this blog topic and advertisers are willing to spend, in this case, $6.85 to bid for this keyword, that shows me that somebody is making money out of this. Either somebody is making money out of this or lots of people are throwing money at it without doing any tracking. But given that in this particular search example, these businesses are going to be relatively savvy, I can be confident that people are making money from this search. So all in all, this looks like a pretty good blog topic to target. It's got reasonable global search volume, its keyword difficulty is possible, and there is some healthy CPC. Well, let's talk through a different example. Let's say that I wanted to write my blog about the best to-do list app for students, let's say. So I put that in the SEMrush keyword overview, what do I get? Well, the first thing I see is that US search volume is only 20 per month. That number's not going to be right, but it's going to be within the realms of possibility. 20 is really, really low. If I get 40% of the traffic from that, let's say I rank position one, well, I'm going to get eight visits per month. Is that really going to be worth my time writing that blog? Probably not. The next thing I see though, the keyword difficulty, 74%. This is a hard keyword to rank for. SEMrush is even telling me it's probably going to require 154 high authority referring domains and well-optimized content to even start ranking for it. 154 high authority domains, that's a tough gig. That's a difficult keyword to rank for. The cost per click does look reasonably healthy. It's $5. But even so, given that the search volume is so low and the keyword difficulty is so high, this would not be a term that I would be wanting to target. So that's the final step. That's how you analyze which keywords you're going to go after. You've got your big list, which you've got from identifying what's already working well for you and your competitors. You then made your massive list of pain points that you're serving. This is your blog topic brain dump, if you like. And you then feed it into SEMrush in the keyword overview to see which blog topics have decent volume, decent keyword difficulty, and importantly, some sort of commercial cost per click. So I hope you found that useful. If you've got any questions, don't forget you can hit us up on any social channel. YouTube is probably the best way to do it. Until next time, see you soon.